to Tim's Spooky Chat Stop Podcast. Stop it! Uh, welcome back to Tim. I'm just, I had to do it again. Can you Nancy's hear trying to come in. But it's, Did we record this whole thing? Yes. You just told the podcast. My secret dreams. Please don't put that on the podcast. podcast. Our lease is up on January 15th. You can move into the haunted house. It's still available. Is it for rent or are they selling it? They're still selling it, but it might go to lease. I told you I don't want to live in a house where someone died, even though no one died. He didn't die. What? I want to move to a house. Do it. Go back to the Spooky Chat Podcast starring Tim. Hey guys, thank you for joining us tonight. We um, just had the craziest adventure. This is the Spooky Chat Podcast. I feel like we should say it every time. We should say it every time. You're right. <laughs> this is the Spooky Chat Podcast. I'm Jennifer. I'm Tim. I, I'm Monica. I'm Tim. <laughs> and this is the Spooky Sprinkle for Orbs. This is part two. Okay. Garrison Park Investigation. They actually took me this time. You were out of town. You were in Arizona. And they do all the Shout fun things when I'm out, out to... Arizona Pete. Did you she, hear Jennifer? She said shout out and not shot out. She meant shot out. But she meant. <laughs> Never going to live it down. So a few weeks ago, while Tim was out of town, we recorded the orbs episode. Mm-hmm. And then we decided, let's see if we can find some orbs. Where around town is absolutely haunted that we can get to easily in the daytime and the nighttime. Well, we don't know if it's haunted. Well, it's re- reported to be haunted. So that's why we chose that spot. It's reported to be haunted. Go. So we chose Garrison Park in South Austin, right mm-hmm. off of Manchaco Road. Right by Crockett High School. Right by Crockett. Close to Tim's. Close to Tim's. Tim is close to there. Yeah, he's real close. That's it. Go ahead. Tim, Tim, <laughs> Tim lives in the woods. So I did just a little bit of research, not a lot. MaxAvenue.com. Garrison Park is 40 acres of green space. Great for outings. It has a huge pool. So when we told people that, hey, do you know that there's graves inside Garrison Park? Everyone goes, what? I used to go swimming there. The pool is magnificent. The city of Austin does a great job of keeping it clean, keeping it updated, and keeping lifeguard staff at that neighborhood pool. It is absolutely beautiful. And there's a kiddie pool with it, too. Mm -hmm. It's real cute. But so, yeah, I didn't know that there were graves there either. Yeah. And I mean, I haven't lived in Austin all my life, but I've talked to a lot of native Austinites that were like, whoa, there's graves in there? And it's like, yeah, they're just right down there. And there is no fence around there. So now I'm looking at org. So it's like their genealogical society. You got it. This is the Stanley Nolan Cemetery, which is located in the park. There are two burial sites. The Stanley Nolan Cemetery is the final resting place for two pioneer families and their descendants. Thomas Edward Stanley was born in South Carolina, and he married Holland West Gateland in Tennessee. And in 1849, the family settled in South Austin. Holland West Gateland Stanley, who is buried here, is the daughter of the sister of Nancy Hanks, Abraham Lincoln's mother, and also distant relative to Tom Hanks. Jane Stanley, only daughter of Holland Stanley, married Thomas Warren Nolan, who served as Travis County's first assessor collector. The marker in the cemetery is that of his brother, Mace S. Nolan. The Nolans played a prominent part in Austin and Travis County. So there's two graves there. Yes, there are two graves. William Thomas Nolan, 
September 1849 to July 1889, and M.S. Nolan, March 6, 1822 to January 1872. And so what we wanted to do was, because there, this place has been reported to be haunted, People will drive by and see lights in the park. You can see the road when you're inside of the park. You can see the lights. And then when you're on the other side of the park, close to the pool, you can look through the trees because they clear the brush and you can see the school on the other side. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to go to the graves, which are located close to the school, but in kind of, um, there's a little... They're by the pavilion. Yes. And so we went to that area in the daytime and we took pictures. Those are up at our Instagram, spooky underscore chat underscore podcast. And then we went back tonight to take some pictures. It was a stormy night in Austin. It was very misty. It was very creepy and it got dark very quickly. It did. It felt like we got here at around dusk, Mm -hmm. around twilight. (laughs) (laughs) And then we walked to the back of the park. Which was very creepy because as we were walking, it just turned real dark. Yep. There's one light by the bathrooms and the bathrooms look like some old Tommy Mill. They do. It's like a stone building. Yes. With one of those weird orange lights. Yes. Have you ever seen that movie, The Windmill? No. It looked like that. That doesn't sound fun. Does no. it scary? Yeah. I want to watch it. You remember when we watched The The Vitch? The Vivitch? The Vitch? Oh my God. With Black <laughs> Phillip? Good times. And nobody would pay attention to Good me. times. Yeah, because we were watching Black Phillip. Just kidding. Oh my gosh, and we checked you in at everywhere in South Austin. That was the worst time for you to ask us what was going on. But it was the most awesome too. So so we got to the back of the park and we took pictures of the orbs. And what did we find? Dust. <laughs> Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> so we have several pictures up on the Instagram where we've taken pictures with the flash on, because that's what you're supposed to do, around several positions. Some of them, you can see the cars through the trees. Mm-hmm. Some of them, it looks like something's reflecting. And then some of the pictures we took, also, we didn't use a flash. We just took, like, a low-light picture. Because by the pavilion, there's kind of a light by the pavilion, but mm-hmm. it's not much of one. I think if you if we were to walk under it, it would get brighter. The very last picture that we took of that area, on the Instagram it says manufactured orbs. Monica took some dust, put it in the air, and we took action shots and put up the shots. And, I mean, we were kind of able to make orbs. Yeah. I sent you a picture, though, and you, I don't... Okay, that oh, picture. Oh, I'm gonna post that one. Yeah, that, that there's a smudge. That one's weird. Well, there's yes. a, there's a, on on the right side of the picture that's that that will be posted after the manufactured orb one. Uh huh. So on the photo that we'll we'll put up shortly, I'm sure. Uh, on the on the right side, there's there is a small round orb on the top of the tombstone, and then on the left of the tombstone, there's this weird smudge. I, I'm not quite sure what it is. It's not in the frame before it. Yeah. So we so I so in the in the image we'll post a before and after and you can see, but it was it was strange, but again, I'm not I'm not really a fan of photographic orbs, I guess. I had a different the photographic orbs is somewhat I'm not gonna say it's new to me, but I, I never I just always imagined an orb to be a floating ball of light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That you would see with the that naked you, eye, not that you in the would picture. See with the naked eye. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me. One last thing about photographic orbs backscatter, and this is according to Wikipedia. When I looked up photographs, 
on Wikipedia and photography and how that happens, there was a word backscatter. It's a phenomenon typically resulting in circular artifacts on an image due to camera's flash being reflected in water droplets and dust. So that whole definition, that word, kind of describes what we found when we went to Garrison Park tonight, like that kind of orb. Mm -hmm. But it does not explain the kind of orb that popped up in Tim's picture and also from some of the experiences that we've heard from other people. Now, in the original podcast, Monica asked me, had people seen orbs before photographs? And I was focusing in on photograph orbs that I didn't do other research concerning what the other things were. And we talked about like a will of the wisp mm-hmm. and fairy lights, but I wanted to go into that on the second part of this episode. Tim, you were telling us a story. Do you want to tell it here or do you think it <clears throat> I mean I can tell it. UFOs? I, it, it it's such a weird story because in my mind again up up until we started talking about photographic orbs I always imagined or figured, I always thought that orbs were floating balls of light. And when I was younger, I was probably about 16 years old. Uh, Me and about six other friends of mine were out in a pasture. And the seven of us were standing out there. And I remember that we looked up into the sky and we saw they, they they were green balls of light. And they were faint, so uh, it's exactly what I, when I look at pictures of orbs, it's what I've I've always seen. So I always thought that that this was an orb, but they were floating in the sky. They were bouncing around in the sky. There were three of them, and they were bouncing over clouds, in the clouds, around the sky. There was no trail of light following it. So it, I, I, at first, I thought that it might have been um, a spotlight. But there wasn't any type of a tail of light mm-hmm. that, that like spots light would give. Like there were no beam, light beams that were behind it. They were literally three balls, green balls of light that were just bouncing around. And all seven of us looked at it and we thought it was so weird. And, and it wasn't a quick thing. It wasn't something that we saw, we pointed at, and it went away. Like we watched it for a good five, ten minutes. So that's what I always thought an orb was. We're just, you know, floating balls of light. Uh, that's that's my story. <laughs> okay. Not necessarily in pictures. Right, right. Uh, yeah, not necessarily in pictures. I mean, I think that's cool, but I, I always chalk that up to being reflections anyway. Uh, the ones that you would see in photos. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, so I, I guess I'm with Monica that I'm not a huge... Thane of photographic orbs. Well, and the thing is, what you were talking about, which sounds like a will-o'-the-wisp or a Why would it be so high up, though, in the clouds? That's weird. It was was high in the sky, but there were three of them for sure. Well, that, can you see that on a photo? Would you be able to photograph that? You would have to take video, right? Yeah, you would have to take Mm -hmm. video. And it was a cloudy night. And so, I, like, like I said, we were looking. We looked for beams and... There were none. It was just three balls of green light. Maybe it was a really cool laser show. It could have been. We're in the hill country, so I don't know what that means. I do have a question. I believe it's aliens. It probably was aliens. That's not the first time. It was just a UFO. I'm I'm serious. It probably was. I mean, it was a UFO. It was an unidentified flying object. I have no idea what it was. Um, I almost cussed. Do you? We can cut it out if you want to. I'm kidding. I'm not. Are you done typing? Oh. My bad. Go ahead, go ahead. 
I, whenever people talk about orbs, sometimes people bring up ball lightning. Did you find that in any, any of your research? It kind of goes into some of the stuff I'm going to talk about. Okay. So I went to mythology.net, weekandweird.com, and notebookofghost.com, and of course, my jump off point, Wikipedia. I looked up Will of the Wisp first, and that original word comes from the medieval Latin for foolish fire. And wiki, the Wikipedia describes it as an atmospheric ghost light seen by travelers at night, especially over bogs, swamps, or marshes. It resembles a flickering lamp and is said to recede if approached, drawing travelers from safe paths. That's not how it works in Brave. Yes, it actually helps her yeah. in Brave. It, it, it gets her to where she needs to be. But in a lot of the legends, you'll have people that are wandering out on like the moors or in marshes or um, all of that kind of thing. And then you find them, hopefully, and they're like, what happened? And I'm like, oh, I followed this ghost light. Because everything I was going based off was was brave and it was just leading her through the woods. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if it was bioluminescence. Yes. And that's one of the things that they say it could be is it could be like the methane from all of the swamp gases coming up and people are able to see that. But this phenomenon seems to happen around the world. What? She, she looked at me, my phone went off. Oh, His phone, phone buzzed. <laughs> so <laughs> this phenomenon happens around the world. I don't even know where my phone is. Well, I'm looking at mine. <laughs> Because that, that's where my notes are. But um, the original jack-o'-lantern, mm-hmm. that idea could have come from like a will-o'-the-wisp. In Mexico, it said that witches, brujas, will turn into will-o'-the-wisps. That they'll turn into lights. In a good way or a bad way? Well, in some ways it could be good. Uh, it could be an indication of where gold or treasure is hidden, but you need the help of a child to find it. And so sometimes they call these uh, money lights. I've never heard that before. Me either, or treasure lights. Have you ever heard that, Tim? No. Speaking of swamp gases, the area in Massachusetts known as the Bridgewater Triangle. I don't want to call it swamp gases. Can we call it bioluminescence? That sounds prettier. It sounds so stinky. <laughs> Ghostly orbs of light <laughs> have been found in the Bridgewater Triangle. But a lot of shit goes down there too. Like a lot Bridgewater, of Wait, what is that? The Bridgewater Triangle? I don't know what that is. It's either. an area in Massachusetts where the shit goes down. Like people say that they see like UFOs. I mean, just weird shit's Where? happening. You're doing it. Oh, it's time. in Massachusetts, right? Yes, the Bridgewater Triangle. Hey, we're going to need to do an episode on that because yes. this sounds interesting. Uh, they have one on things you missed in history class, maybe. Oh, okay. I believe they talk about it on last podcast on the left, but I may be absolutely wrong about that part. But it's in several different shows that we all listen to. I hope that's Nancy. It's true. It <laughs> is Nancy, but it's so frightening. So we're back in Tim's bedroom. His cat is on the other side of the door and she's reaching in trying to get in here. But she doesn't need to be on the podcast. What are you doing? Nancy, what you, is Nancy from Massachusetts originally? Nancy. We're getting too close to the truth. Just heard you say shit goes down. And so she I wants to be a that. part of it. I don't care. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the, the tamer curse words. Yeah. Not like the C word or the. That was my curse word. Like I can say them all. Now we're explicit. <laughs> We've been explicit. I'm joking. There is the fee filet, 
of Louisiana, which is derived from the French incubus, succubus tradition. The legend says that that ghost light is a soul sent back from the dead to do God's penance, but instead attacks people for vengeance. I know. God's going to be mad at you. I know. There's also a will of the wisp in uh, folklore for Brazil, Argentina, Colombia, Venezuela, and Uruguay. And then, of course, we have the ones from the UK, which is what I'm familiar with. You have those Welsh, the Welsh folklore of the fairy fire held in the hand of a puka, a small goblin-like fairy that mischievously leads lone travelers off the beaten path. Rude. Uh, I like him. Well, but the thing is, you might get killed. Oh. Like, bogs, like, people disappear and, like... What is a bog? Is it water or is it, like, quicksand? It's... I can see it in my head. It looks like grass when you look far off. But then when you step on it, you realize that it's not actual land. That it is, like, tar, quicksandy, like, very mushy sand. Does that make sense? This says, a bog is a wetland that accumulates peat, a deposit of dead plant material, often mosses. Yes. And in a majority of cases, sphagnum moss. It is one of the... That doesn't help me. It looks creepy. Yes. Because you step on what you think is dirt, but you end up sliding into it. Mm. And they... Like Artax? No, that was quicksand. I mean... What is Artax? Me? What is that? Artax the horse? From the, the never-ending story? <laughs> yeah. Wasn't that his name? Stop it! Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a bog man that they found that they pulled out that's like a couple of hundred... He's like a, a couple thousand years old. And they think that they were trying to figure out exactly how he died, why he was there. It looks like someone hit him and then threw his body <gasps> into a bog to kill him. They murdered him. Yes. It looks... It, we got to go into the bog guy. Okay. Because, you know, me and my husband enjoy watching PBS. Yeah. And they always have those special secrets of the dead. Yeah. And they have bog man and they pull him out and they're like, oh, okay. Like people come out mummified. That's how, because of the peat, the way that the peat preserves the body. Mm-hmm. It looks like you're mummified. They can even see hair on you. What? Because of the what? The peat. Oh. Okay. That's the. Like decomposed plants. Yes. So, like, it comes out like this oily, mushy, I don't know how, like, you know how when you're at the beach and you just dug a pit of sand, but there's still kind of sand in it, you put your foot in it and then the water comes and then your foot starts to get buried? Yes. It's like that sensation, only it's a different medium. It's a medium that's always like that. So it's a deposit of dead plant material. Yeah. That's peat. P-E-A-T. Like, you think it's you think it's land, but then you step on it, and you realize, oh, shit, I'm in it. And you start sinking, and it is like quicksand, but you can't get out. Well, this guy, prehistorically, somebody hit him over the head and dumped him in there. And when they pulled him out, like, I guess maybe a decade or so, they were like, oh, look at his eyes, and look at this. Like, look at his eyebrows. You can see, like, hair on him. And it's not until they started doing the autopsy that they're like, wait a minute, this guy got murdered. Because they thought, oh, he just fell in and nobody could get him out. And I believe that they actually used, you know what, I don't want to go too far because I can't remember the whole show. But it's pretty interesting. (laughs) (laughs) So um, there are all of these different kinds of legends. Leprechauns are said to use a will of the wisp to trick people. But you were... To kill them? To Well, just to trick them. Well... 
But, I mean, it's not necessarily a malevolent spirit. Like, what we think of leprechauns now, we're like, oh, they're malevolent because of those movies. But, you know, they're just mischievous spirits out to trick humans. Okay. Because humans are dumb. <laughs> those those movies. Those leprechaun movies. <laughs> Which I love. Can they're we good. please review them? Sure. Okay, thank you. Um, the pixie light from Devon and Cornwall is often associated with pixie-led travelers away from safe and reliable routes and into bogs and glowing lights. The Germans also have those kinds of traditions as well. Um, Scottish Highlands. Like, there's so much folklore surrounding those lights. Like, the Will of the Wisp, mm-hmm. fairy lights, pixie lights. I wonder if Marfa would fall under that or if that's UFOs. Well, I mean, are we thinking about how high something has to be? Like, how, like, is it attainable? That's true. So if something looks like you can reach out and grab it in a minute, maybe that's a fairy light. But if it's in the sky, maybe that's a UFL light. Well, how far a high, I mean, we need to ask David because he's been to Marfa unless you guys want to go to Marfa. Have you ever been to Marfa? No. We should go. But you've seen UFO lights. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're an attractor. The, The green lights that I saw... Wait, did I tell my other story about when I was a kid? That, you did. But we, uh, haven't, we, haven't, we haven't, we haven't, we haven't sh- shared it. Yet. Um, the lights that I saw when I was a child, those were smaller. And it was, it was, that was far. I mean, that was far up in the sky. These green lights that I saw were much closer. I mean, they were, but I mean, it was still, it was, you know, they were probably as high up as like a helicopter could fly though. Hmm. Whereas the the UFO that I saw when I was a child that was I felt like was near the stars, but that's far. Anyway, I don't know distance. This seems so creepy. We have to drive home. Yeah. Well, let me finish up with Will of the Wisps. So <laughs> yeah. the story of why they call it Will of the Wisps. <laughs> and again, I apologize for the lisp. The don't. classic Will of the Wisp is carried by blacksmith. Named Will. Will was such a troublemaker that he died, went to heaven, and then was sent back by St. Peter, who told him to reform during his second life. So we've got a little bit of reincarnation in here. He was a troublemaker and he died. And he died. And so St. Peter said, I'm going to send you back. You need to reform. Does he reform? No. He's even worse. So St. Peter curses him to roam the earth forever. The devil, impressed by Will's evil doing, and it's like, you would think somebody giving you a second chance, you would act right, but Will- Constantine did it. Keanu. (laughs) It always comes back to Keanu. So Sorry. Well, and, okay, and his Constantine doesn't even look like the graphic novel. No, but it looks better. But boy, howdy. I mean. And the the Constantine- I'm just (laughs) kidding. (laughs) I had to do it. (laughs) So St. Peter cursed him to roam the earth forever. The devil, impressed by Will's evil doing, gave him a coal to warm himself on the cold earth nights. Instead, Will decided to use the coal to make a torch and lure innocent travelers into danger. God damn it, Will. And the jack-o'-lantern comes from this one legend. Now, I've heard a couple of different legends about Mm -hmm. the jack-o'-lantern. But this one is pretty good because it has to do with what we're talking about today. Jack-o'-lantern is carried by a drunkard named Jack. Jack sold his soul to the devil so that the devil would pay his pub tab. 
Wow. And when the devil returned from the pub to collect his soul, the man tricked him into climbing a tree, then drew a cross under the tree, trapping the furious devil in the branches. Later, when Jack died and was rejected at heaven's gates, he had to beg the devil for a place in hell. The devil was delighted at his chance to get revenge. He cursed Jack to wander the earth with only a small flame for light. And Jack put this flame in a carved turnip and used it as a lantern, which the first jack-o'-lanterns were said to be turnips, not pumpkins. So that's a pretty good... How big are turnips? Uh Uh-huh. How big are they? Well, I mean, think like old school turnips are like that big. Dang. And you could... How long does it take you to carve it out? For the listeners, the turnips are turnip size. (laughs) (laughs) In United States... Ghost hunters prize any photo which has captured an orb, a ball of colored light, which is believed to reveal the presence of a dead soul in the room. So this one kind of ties it into that orbs that we're talking about on photographs are the same things as Will of the Wisp. But I kind of feel like they're separate. Yeah. Like, like I feel like a Will of the Wisp moves and leads you. Yeah. But an orb, how are, how else are you supposed to see an orb Except through the photograph. Right. Because I feel like nowadays, very rarely do you see them with the naked eye. Yes. Orbs are well, all in photographs. Do you photographs. think that, that like, like city lights have anything to do with that? Maybe. That could be, that could be yeah. a reason why. <laughs> They're around us so we can't see them? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think that's a good reason why we may not see them. Because we were talking about orbs and it's like you're in a room and you're supposed to use your flash. Well, shouldn't you be able to see it with your naked eye? I would think so. I want to. And now, because you no, can't... take it back. Well, and sometimes, what if your orb is your guardian angel? I mean, I don't want to I don't want to bust up their shit and, like, say, Oh, I'm looking at you. Just, I know you're there. You know I'm here, duh. But... I might want to see an angel. Well, and the thing is, what if your orb is an angel? Like, what if it's that silvery color that we disputed that last time? Telling the difference between... Shiny silver and white. Oh, and yeah. With an orb. Okay. Gray. So that's my follow-up to orbs. So check out our pictures. See if you see any orbs. We did make one. It's manufactured orbs. We meant to make it. We wanted to see if you could create them and see why they're such a hot-button topic in the paranormal community. But the thing is, I think I would believe a will-of-the-wisp before I would believe just a photographed dot. If I saw someone that had a video of mm-hmm. an orb and they were following it. And I bet we could Google that right now. You think so? Yeah. Let look me it. do it. Okay, look it. Okay, she's Googling, so you're going to hear tappa, tappa, tappa. Unlike Tim, who was just tappa, tappa, tapping and didn't say why. <laughs> <laughs> Top five orbs on YouTube, comma, real. Super bright orbs caught on. Orbs caught on video, very scary. Orbs of light captured on. Okay, let's go to Monica's computer and look at this one orb. We're walking to Monica. Oh, look. Video of orbs that are really bugs. No, (laughs) we don't want those. That's not what we're looking at. We're looking at top five orbs on YouTube Reel, okay? Okay. And they're all in people's houses. What about the orbs that are out and about in... What movie is this? The real world. Like in Garrison Park. It's the Mars one that they're doing. So they're doing the a, Mars... a passage. Hang on. Yes, yes, they're doing that. That's weird. But not. But it's not season of passage. Okay, there's no orbs in this. Should I turn it up? Yeah. Oh wait, we may not have had oh, wait. permission. I don't think we need. We're to just sound. gonna look. Yeah. Not a very good video. 
Well, not yet. Maybe it's coming. If there's jump scares in here, I'm going to be mad. Me too. Was that it? Well, what's the thing to the right of the door? Is what? that part of your this? screen? No, to the right. Uh, this? Yeah. yeah, that's what I was trying oh. to get off. <laughs> okay, number two. That was oh, number God. One. This is so We're back hard. in somebody's house. Can't... Can you see it? Yes. Did you see it? It's all so quick. Can we look at the pole dancer one? That's my favorite. If I see the nun, I'm leaving. I know. Okay, now that one looks... Okay, that's that orb, more of an orb. Yeah, and it reminds me of like a ghost. So thank you guys for tuning in to this spooky we're, sprinkle. We're just done? Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> do we have anything else to add? No. Send us your orb pictures or videos. Yeah, or I really am curious. I want to see if anyone else has pictures of orbs. I don't care if it's just glares of the lights. I kind of want to see your take on an orb. And I would love to see outdoors a good video outside of a will of the wisp or just fairy lights and maybe you start following them but do not follow them too far don't get off the path if they keep trying to lure you off the path get home to where you need to be or get to wherever you were going but take a picture first take video or yeah you got a phone take a video and then send it to us. I think you should just stay at home. Or send it to us before you get taken off the path. Can you do that? Take a video, send it to us, and then follow the orb. We need a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> just go home. Just go home. And email us and tell us about how scared you were. Okay, let's say you're out in the dark. Where a lot of these legends... I wouldn't be there. Well, these legends are before cities, real cities. So you see lights, and what if you're thinking, oh, that's the next village, that's the next town, that's where I'm supposed to go, and then you start following it, and it's like, oh, it's these... Hell. Uh, You're in hell. It took you to hell. Yeah. Oh. Oh, shit. Hell. Like the ninth gate. Yep. Uh, Have you guys watched The Good Place? No. Uh Uh-uh. Watch it. Spoiler alert. (laughs) (laughs) Spoiler alert! (laughs) I'm telling you guys, spoiler alert to The Good Place. Anyway, uh, you can find us on spookychatpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your pictures, thoughts, feelings, emotions, Tell stories. F- oh, yeah. I did not mean to talk over Monica. But. He's been doing it all night. I'm so sorry. His podcast now. Tangent. <laughs> I guess he yelled at me. I gotta yell at you, too. Where can they find our podcast, Tim? Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher. Y'all, where where do you find podcasts? <laughs> <laughs> Just there. Thank and if you. you have good things to say about us, you can review us. You can review us. But if you have bad things to say about us, just email us. Yeah, we want to hear it. <laughs> we want to hear it, but we don't want to hear things like, you girls are stupid. We already like, know we are. Yeah, be specific. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you girls. Surprise, surprise. What you said, you girls. <laughs> Tim, you better not email us. Tim's going to say, I need to hear more of this young gentleman, this fine young gentleman. Thank you to Forrest Wilson for our awesome song. Thank you. Thanks. And uh, go to our Instagram at spooky underscore chat underscore podcast. We are going to upload. We have uploaded some orbs. I'm going to upload some more pictures tonight. So by the time you hear this, all of the orb pictures will be up. And tell us what you think. Do you have experiences with orbs? Thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys. Stay safe, spooky babies.
paranoid, but I'm going to, I'm trying to make an effort because it's like, why, why are you going to let fear stop you from doing something you've always wanted to do to you? Why are you going to let fear stop you from doing something you've always wanted to do? What's right. the point of living your life if you aren't going to take chances? Right. He's not an orc. No, he's, he's not. not. a will of the wisp. No, he's not. He could be a jack-o'-lantern, though. Monica thinks he's a dork. He's an angel. <laughs> Cut that, please. You don't want anyone to know that you talk about Logan Lucky every fucking day? I didn't say it today. Thank you very much. I guess what's on Amazon? Have Logan you seen Lucky? it? Watch it. It's good. I probably won't. It's good. <laughs> Have you seen Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky? Logan Lucky? Got Channing Tatum and we all float down here. Oh, the other guy. Not the same movie. I don't know. No. It's the same don't watch it. Fine. <laughs> Fuck you guys. Don't watch it. 